give them nothing, but take from them everything. Hey y'all, this is Ralph Santala, and you're listening to the MHOG Podcast. Crank it up. Alright, we're back. This is the MHOG Podcast. I'm your host, Wade, and with me, like every show we are, is the guy with the good teeth. Yeah, and? I'm the rum guy. And today we have Mr. Ralph Santola with us. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, dude. No problem. You could do me the small favor of pronouncing my name right. It's Santala, but I know you swamp folks can barely read anyway, so that's no problem. That's true. That's true. You know, and I was told by several of your friends that's how you pronounce it. Um, Then if you know any of my friends, you know that they're all notorious liars and criminals, so (laughs) be on guard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's the typical of the uh, Louisiana metal scene. Mm. <laughs> so, all right, man. What uh, what you got to do coming out? Anything good? You've been working on stuff, or I've got a lot of stuff coming out, but none of it's good. Uh, but I'll <laughs> tell you about it anyway. Okay, awesome. I've got uh, the thing I'm doing and focused on right now the most is the new Millennium album. I haven't done one in ten years. So, like, since I got in playing guitar in all these metal bands, um, you know, a lot of those people just know me from playing guitar for other people. They don't realize that I'm a songwriter and all this stuff, too. So Kyle was singing on that. I've got Donald Tardy on drums from Obituary, uh, Terry Butler from Obituary on bass, Yane uh, from Children of Votum on keyboards, and then my longtime songwriting guitar partner, Shane French, on guitar. We're focusing on that right now. We're going to get that done. And it's the music is completely different to the other thing that I'm doing with Kyle, which is, that's Devil's Highway. We'll do that as soon as we're finished with this. And that's me, Kyle Thomas, also singing that. And the reason he's singing on Millennium, I'll tell you that in a second. Uh, me, Kyle Thomas, Steve DiGiorgio on bass, Matt Brunson from Crowbar on guitar, and Tony Loriano from, like, you know, Cradle of Filth and Demu and Nile sure. and 1349, all those things on drums. Uh, and that's more like Black Sabbath meets Alice in Chains, just, like, tuned down, heavy groove stuff. Um but uh, uh, I've got that going. We're going to do that after. I've already got the – me and Kyle already have the album written, and we've recorded part of it. But you can only do one thing at a time. And I have to go back and forth to New Orleans because I'm producing both albums. Um, so I need to be there when he does the vocals. Uh, but it's – you know, Tampa's like – it's not far and it's not expensive. But um, about a year and a half ago – or a little less than that, probably last January or something of last year, Kyle – we were talking on the phone. I mean, he's one of my best friends. And this was after he'd gotten into trouble again, into the band trouble, not into trouble. And we were talking, and he's like, listen, man, I'm thinking about my legacy. And he goes, I will sing on anything that you're involved or in control of, anything. Like, right, a few months later, me and Shane, uh, the other guitarist in Millennium, and he's played in John Oliva's Pain and Circle to Circle and all these bands, um, we were at my apartment doing a uh, songwriting session for Millennium, and we took a break. 
And we had been, uh, like, I had a thing with Yorn. I'm not going to do another album with Yorn. It's nothing. I don't want to get into why he's still my brother and all, but I'm not doing it with Yorn again. So we had been talking to this English guy, and but it was just like a tooth pull. So I was like, <laughs> me and Shane took a break, and we were going to drink a beer. And I said, you want to hear some of the Devil's Highway demos? And uh, he was like, yeah. And I put on one of the songs, and it literally, as soon as Kyle started singing, Shane was like, why isn't this guy singing on the Millennium album? And I was like, ding, light bulb over my head. Kyle had just told me a few months before, I want to do anything you're involved with. So I called him right there. I was like, you want to sing on the Millennium album? He's like, yes. And it's totally different kind of music. That's more like, Millennium is more like Bark at the Moon era, Ozzy, uh, Queensryche, The Warning, early Dio, Kansas with heavier guitars, like that wow, kind that's of stuff. Cool. That's Say awesome. what? That's, that's awesome. really involved. That's that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's more complicated than than the Devil's Highway stuff. And Devil's Highway stuff is like more about like it's these big simple riffs that sound killer and are grooving. And there's a lot of space so that Steve DiGiorgio, you know, can fucking masturbate on bass all over it. <laughs> I've left him all that space because that's what he loves to do. But then the fucker will complain whenever I do a lead. Oh, this is the Woodley guitar part, and I'm like, bitch. You've been fucking the whole time while the dude's singing, and now, but whatever. I don't want to air my dirty laundry in public. <laughs> Doing that, and uh, and then I'm slowly but surely working on a new guitar album. I've only ever done one, and that was really well received. It it, it sold a lot. It's probably the most like thing that I made the most money off of and did the best with ever. Um, and I'm gonna do a new one. Um. And, like, the concept for that is, uh, it's like this. Every time somebody does something like that, they get all their buddies that are famous to play guest solos and stuff. Sure. You know, and I don't want to do that. So what I thought was, I'll get some guys that are great guitar players and are really well-known, and instead of having them play guest solos, each song will be a collaboration with a different guitar. So, for instance, Per Nelson from Scar Symmetry. I'll pick some music that I have that I want to, that is going to be part of this album and I'll send it to him. I'll be like, Pear, do whatever you want with this and send it back to me. And then he'll send it back and I'll do whatever I want with it. You know, and then we'll put guitars all over and stuff, but it'll be a true collaboration, not just like name dropping to put somebody's guitar solo on something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, yeah that's right. awesome. So, um, it'll, it'll, it'll be like that. And, and some guys, maybe they'll send me music and I'll change it around the way. I don't know yet. And it's going to have a different drummer um, on every track. Actually, Perry Nelson just sent me a message on Facebook while I'm talking to you guys saying that I can't have any com- condoms because the world needs more people like me, so I should procreate. <laughs> He's a funny motherfucker, dude. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to use a different drummer on every track. And, um, like, I know Donald Hardy will do it, fucking uh, um, Bobby Jarzombek. You know, I want to get Donald, Bobby, Gene Hoagland, Thomas from Meshuggah, um, Sean Reiner, just a bunch of dudes like that, Gene Hoagland that I know that are killer, you know, and I just want to mix it up, a different drummer on every track. That would be a fucking incredible, and dude. And then right. I'm also, right now, actually I was working on this today, and this is going to be like, it's something me and Terry Butler had talked about on Facebook while I was drinking, <laughs> like <laughs> a couple months ago. I had the idea that I wanted to fucking redo a bunch of Blue Oyster Cult songs for free and just put them on the internet with all my well-known musician buddies. Yeah. And that has kind of morphed into uh, going to do 
just a series of cover songs with all my different musician buddies and just put them out for free on the internet just to do them. So right now, me, DiGiorgio, uh, and Adrian from At The Gates, Adrian Erlinson, the drummer, are, uh, we're doing a cover of Roundabout by Yes. It's going nice. to be one of two singers, but I don't want to say who it is yet because it just I, I got to figure out which guy would be the best to do it. So I don't want the other guy to feel like, you know, I want to tell whoever, whichever one I end up choosing to do it, like, yeah, I wanted you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that should be fucking fantastic, man. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm pretty excited to hear the last I'm going to do a bunch of them. And plus, like, <clears throat> whenever you do something, like a record, like, Japan always wants bonus tracks. Right. And I don't like to give shit away for free because you don't make no money off that. But they have to have bonus tracks. So I thought, all right, we'll do two covers. And then I thought, well, fuck, if we're doing two, why don't we do five and we'll just make it an EP? So, uh, and give the Japanese, like, two of them for free. So besides the songs on the Millennium album, we're doing these covers. Desert Song by the Michael Shanker Group. Uh, Emerald by Thin Lizzy. Um, Rescue Me by Y&T. A Blister Cult song that I can't remember right now that Terry Butler wants to do. And then I'm, I'm gonna pick the fourth one. I've got like ten songs I'm, I'm <laughs> choosing from right now, but one that I might do, and you might not think it's awesome, but go listen to it when we get off this interview. Okay. Yeah. Queen of Spades by Styx. That is an incredible fucking song that Kyle would absolutely destroy. It's, uh, it's a really killer song. That's um, one of my favorite Styx songs, yeah. Yeah, that's a badass tune, and it's got a guitar solo there in the end, so I can just do, like, a guitar solo. Because one thing the world needs more of is me wanking on the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree with that 100%. Right. How do you, I mean, that's, that is so much going on. How, are, you, are you sleeping? Are you? <laughs> yeah, are you keeping track of that? Here's the situation, man. Like, you know, I quit Deicide almost three years ago, or around three years ago, something like that, whatever almost three years ago. Then I got fired from obituary, which is, I totally deserved it. It's not, I'm totally, like I said, like Donald and Terry are playing or doing the Millennium Mom with me. You know, it like I was going through a bad time in my life and they, I totally understand. It's no problem. But anyway, and I was living in Sweden. Um, but since I came back uh, about a year and a half ago, like, last year, 2013, I made the, like, decision that I'm going to dedicate that whole year to writing songs. And I know I'm going to have almost no money and all that, but I don't care. I'm going to write material, write material, write material. And I did that. Um, I've got so many songs now. Um, but since about the last six months, my living situation has been very stressful. That is going to start being sorted out Monday on April 1st because I'm moving out from where I am, I've got a production company with one of my buddies who's a, a very wealthy businessman and has been with me and all my bands for, like, 25 years, helping wow. me out with shit, like, technical cool. stuff. Now he's got a lot of money. He's financing my projects. I'll talk about that more later, but the company's going to be called Carmen Domus. Like, it means House of Song. Um, and so pretty soon here, I am going to uh, be in the situation where... All I have to do is work on music and the internet comedy stuff. I'll tell you about that in a minute that I'm doing as well. And, um, and, you know, when I have like my bills taken care of and stuff like that, 
Like, it's when I'm doing something, I have no problem working 18 hours a day, like, for days until I can't go anymore and then sleeping for a day and a half and then go again. I get obsessed with stuff, and I just work, 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 work. Right now, mostly I've been, like, making little demos for the other guys and uh, just doing stuff like that because I, my situation where I'm at is not conducive to being productive work-wise. That's going to change Tuesday. Um, so I'm going to really, really get going. But uh, I have... Um, a bunch of comedy ideas, too, because all my friends are funny. Almost every musician I know is funny as shit. I mean, that's just, people don't realize that, but musicians are really quick-witted and clever, and, you know, they're just funny, and, and they've had a lot of life experience, most of them, so they, you know, they can make abstract connections that are hilarious. So, we're doing <laughs> this summer, me, Kyle, Sammy Duet from Goat Horror, Nice. Matt from Crowbar, and I'm hoping Kirk from uh, Down uh, from Crowbar are going to do this thing where me and Sam, we're going to do five, uh, I'm sorry, four, like, five-minute episodes, like little skits. It's where me and Sammy are these two really old ladies that live together and have too many cats and are just constantly saying shit to each other, like, cruel stuff, but as, like, genteel southern women, you know, like they would have said in the 50s, so it's stabbing, but it sounds polite. Um, and then Kyle is going to be my retarded nephew, Otis, and Matt is going to be uh, Sammy's deranged nephew who thinks he's a Civil War general, but he's really not deranged. He's just really Matt. He's just doing it so he can, like, steal their liquor and shit like that and get their sympathy. And I want Kirk to be the, uh, you know, the pissed-off crazy neighbor, but we're doing four episodes. One, the first one's going to be about cats, so it's going to be like, you know, Petunia... I must say in all sincerity and with no rancor whatsoever that I find the nocturnal emissions of your latest acquisition from the genus Philanus Domesticus, Chancellor Adolf Kittler, the bane of small birds, to be positively mortifying when he soils my nightclothes. Just shit like that. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> Adolf Kittler. <laughs> Dude, I've got, me and a couple of my friends have made a huge list of cat names, you know, like Scarlet O'Hareball, Meow Hamid, shit like that. So, uh, it's gonna be funny. But anyway, we have one episode about cats, we're gonna have another episode about the Civil War, which is gonna be called The War of Northern Aggression. Um, you know, it's southern shit. Uh, my whole family's from Virginia. I'm from Florida, but the rest of my family's all from Virginia. I get it. You know what I mean? And Sammy yeah. and Kyle and all them are from Louisiana. It's a different thing, but it's totally Southern, and it's all, you know, it's a whole thing. So anyway, War of Northern Aggression, Cats, Etiquette, and uh, Social Mores, like how things have changed since they were 20, 70 years ago, which is going to be funny, too. And we're going to shoot that with David Treadway. You guys know him? No, uh-uh. Yeah, he owns uh, DDT Studios there in Metairie, and he's actually the studio where we record Kyle's vocals for all this stuff. He also does films, and uh, he's going to direct this. We've already scouted some locations. He's got uh, access to Civil War reenactors, so we can get <laughs> uniforms and all. It's going to be good, man. And imagine Sammy Duray sitting there dressed up like a woman, Satanic Sammy. That's going to be fucking, that'll be funny just on its face. Yeah, yeah, Sammy dressed up like a woman. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Actually, we t I just saw a Goat Horde not that long ago. They played uh, at Swiss Alarm about a week ago. Right. Really, really good show. Cool, man. 
Man, that's that's amazing. I, I actually want this to be a TV show. It sounds that's hysterical. what I'm hoping is that it comes off so good that some network will be like, "Hey, we want this." Speaking of which, though, do you guys know who Metal Sinaz is? That really hot Iranian chick yeah. that's got like a million. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like my really, really good friend. I really love her. And in January, I went out to L.A. to go to NAMM and to write songs with my buddy Bill Hudson. That's mm-hmm. a whole other thing. But uh, I played at that NAMM metal jam, and she showed up, and she goes up to the front of the stage, like, hey, hey. I'm like, what are you doing? So afterwards, she takes me out of the whiskey, out onto uh, Sunset, and points and tells me uh, – See that building right there? That's my office. I was like, cool. She goes, I'm doing a reality show about rock and roll. Do you want to be in it? I was like, hell yes. Wow. So hopefully that's going to happen, too. She's already got the trailers made, everything. We'll see what happens. That's awesome. Yeah. And she she needed one person that's a real musician and can bring humor to it. Because nobody else is funny and nobody else is a metal musician, and I'm both. That's fucking great. Yeah, it should be pretty cool, man. So, so it's going to be like you and a bunch of other musicians? No, or? I'm the only musician. Other people oh. on it, like her, they're in the music business, but they're not musicians, and they're all a bit serious. <laughs> oh, wow, okay, all right. Well, that, that'll go over well. Yeah. <laughs> that is terrific. But, uh, so I, I got a, I got an odd question, man. Um, how do you feel about, uh, we asked Kyle the same question, but uh, how do you feel that, you know, Metal's changed over the years, man, after all this stuff that you've done and all that stuff, and you got all these new groups that are coming out and all this garbage is what I like to call it. Uh, how do you how do you feel about that well, stuff? Um, it's like this, man. You know, when I was growing up and into stuff, I would like, like for instance, Rainbow, UFO, Thin Lizzy, Ozzy, and I would like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden, too, and it was all just one big thing. And right. then, you know... Like, Venom was probably one of the first ones doing this really heavy stuff. You know, and I loved Black Sabbath, too. But people tried to make different aspects of music more extreme. Like, you know, let's take Dream Theater. Let's make it as progressive and show how good we can play to the ultimate end that we can take it out. Fucking death metal. Let's see how brutal we can be. Uh, you know, all these bands trying to show how technical they are. How low can you tune? And there's all these fucking subgenres now. Like, I don't know what these words mean, but I see them all the time, like <laughs> metalcore and degent and, you know, whatever. And I just, I don't know. To me, I just, I either like a song or a band or an album or I don't like them. And it's become really like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's sort of metastasized into all of these different subgenres that, you know, people... If they like one, you can't like the other, and it's like they're like movements and shit. And, dude, I'm totally not into that. I fucking love Carcass, and I fucking love ELO and Cheap Trick, right. and I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about it. And, you know, I have never, like, picked my friends by what T-shirts they wear or what bands they do. <laughs> Even when I was in junior high school, I always thought that was super lame. I've never been part of a clique. My clique is my people. And it doesn't matter who they are, if they're fucking, you know, into fucking, like, techno, or there's some fucking right. gay dude that is obsessed with ga- dancing with the stars on TV, or, you know, super death metal guy with patches all over, it's people, you know what I mean? So all that thing about, yeah. that's how I think music has changed, and it has become 
balkanized. That's the word I was looking for, where, you know, you have your little click and your little thing and fuck everybody else that isn't in that. And I, I just don't understand that, dude. And it has become yeah, very I, segregated, I, I think, mm-hmm. in, in that aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you, though. I mean, if, if you like one thing and your other friend doesn't like that, it doesn't really matter. I mean, dude. That's why I always am, like, like, a bit... I think it's pathetic when you see people on the internet, like on Facebook, going, oh, this man sucks. I can't believe you like this. It's like, how in the fuck is that affecting you, what somebody else is listening to, in any way whatsoever? It isn't. That is the lamest fucking thing ever. Or, like, dude, I'm moving out. You know, I told you I'm moving this weekend. Like, this fucking chick that I've been living with, she's not my girlfriend, but she fucking, I was asking her what she was listening to the other day as I was walking outside to smoke a cigarette, and she was outraged that I didn't know, and dude, she's 43 years old, that I didn't know it was a Death Angel song from whatever album, like, I'm like, really? I mean, are you 12? It's just, people are (laughs) fucking, you know, one thing, I mean, it's pretty well known that I'm a Christian, but... One problem with Christianity that I have is that I cannot suffer fools gladly, no matter what Jesus said to do. People that are stupid and are, like, willfully stupid and do really stupid things, like, for instance, make a big deal out of something fucking really trivial, like, what's your favorite kind of music, dude? People like that, I have complete contempt for them, and I have no respect for them intellectually or any in any way else. I can't stand being around people like that. And, you know, dude, a lot of my friends are some of the, like, best-known, like, extreme music musicians, like Steve DiGiorgio, Carl Thomas, people like that. Them dudes are nothing like that at all. No. Nothing. No. It's no. always the fucking pretenders and the people that are lame and the people that are trying to hold on to their youth which is pathetic also. It's like some fucking 60-year-old woman trying to, like, get in a boob job. You know what I mean? That's just pathetic. And it's always people like that that have that kind of attitude. Oh, you're yeah, right. you're right. You're completely correct. Write this man. down. I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs> just look it up. <laughs> Ralph's always right. Just remember that, guys. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. I, I, that's freaking reality, or what did you say? It was like a reality show type of thing that she's putting on, or yeah, that, that's that would be phenomenal. Yeah, and the other people she's got in it are fucking like she really. She's a smart woman, and I, she's also a really good person. Uh, like a lot of people fucking hate her on the internet because she's popular and because she's pretty. So people are calling right. her a bitch and a slut. She is one of the sweetest people. I've ever met. She's an amazing person. And, uh, but, but she's smart and she's got like, I don't want to give too much away. Right. One, no, of the, one of the main characters, okay, is her. Another main character is her assistant, who is okay. kindly a larger woman. Um, one of the characters is her lawyer, who's one of those fucking big time entertainment attorneys in Hollywood, like $15,000 deposit, 650 bucks an hour. Kind of guy, but he has long hair and he's going through a sex change, and that'll be part of the show, dude. That's reality TV right there. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. So it'll yeah, be pretty dude. fucking good, man. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a motley crew. That's for sure. Oh yeah. The only problem is everybody else lives in LA and I live in Florida, but I think that'll <laughs> add something to it because I'll I'll like have the Tampa stuff and the New Orleans stuff and the you know the travel stuff. Yeah. Wow. So, yes, indeed, man. Are, are you uh, making a, a trip down here anytime soon, man? Yeah, I just left there uh, about two weeks ago, but I'll be back to start recording 
the way we're doing the Millennium album is there's going to be 11 or 12 songs plus five covers. That's 17 songs. Everybody's busy doing shit. So we're, we're going to record the first five songs and the first two covers, which are Desert Song and uh, Emerald by Thin Lizzy. Yeah. Finish those, you know, and put the covers out for free so people can listen to something while we're working on it. And then, so once I get the drums and the rhythm guitars done uh, for those first songs, Kyle will start working on it, and that should be about, I don't know, three weeks to a month from now, and then I'll come back out there to New Orleans and go in the studio with him and get the vocals for those songs done. That'll be great. Right? <laughs> yeah, we'll do it in two parts. Yeah, he was telling us a little bit about the um, uh, the other project. Pebbles Highway? Yes, yes, yes. He did tell us a little bit about that. He didn't... He said, you know, who he's working with and stuff like that, you and uh, Steve and stuff like that. So I was just kind of, you know, he filled us in a little bit of that. I didn't know anything about the Millennium stuff because that might have been, the interview might have been uh, pre-Millennium. It might have. I don't know. And probably he was just waiting for me to say something about it. But, you know, we got a fucking, like, all-star lineup. The songs are the best songs I've ever written by far. And like I said, I haven't put anything out of my own in 10 years so people like now i have a big following in metal who think i'm just a guitar player so it you know for people that like like i said bark at the moon era ozzy early dio kansas with heavy guitars fucking stuff like that they are going to absolutely love this because the goal is to make an album as good as bark at the moon or last in line or queen's right to warning not to just be in that style to fucking you know drain the last drop of blood out of ourselves to get there you know what I'm saying? Yeah, to be to be an equal to those records, yeah. I completely and understand. nobody does that anymore. You definitely no. got all the talent behind with you. You know, I mean, that's that's going to be amazing. I mean, it should be really good, man. I I am uh, I'm very uh, confident in the potential of this, and I have no doubt about anybody's work ethic to get us to that point. You know, it's just the time. How long will it take us to get there? And it, you know, I care about how good it is. The same. With Devil's Highway, not how quick it is. So it'll, it's going to take what it takes to get it where it needs to be. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, now, now we, in the, in the metal industry or whatever, you know, I, I was going to ask everybody this as, as they came on as guests, but, uh, you know, we lost uh, Dave Brocky recently. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, did you know him personally? Do you have a... No, I uh, didn't, but I met him twice. I met him once in France when he was in character, Nice. Super cool and fucking awesome. Then I met him in Tampa last year when he was Dave Rocky, and I was talking to him. He's super cool, but I was like, I met you in France and stuff, you know, with obituary. And he's like, No, you didn't. No, you didn't. And what he was implying was that he's Dave Rocky. <laughs> I mean, I met Odorous Ungarus. Yeah, and yeah. I think that he was a brilliant guy, man. I mean, like I would, because I go to bed early and I get up really early. I'm just like that. I'm not nocturnal at all. But there's been a few times when I knew he was going to be on Red Eye on Fox News that I would stay yeah. up just to watch him because he had, he's brilliant at that, like, just fucking instantaneous banter. Yeah, things off the cuff really fast. Yeah, he was – yeah, I, I really enjoyed the band. I mean, you know, I was – I it was terrible that, you know, that we lost him and stuff, and I was just kind of like – actually, I was kind of blown away, You're at, honestly. I hope I it's just, not because wow. of drugs, man. I do too. I, I mean, I, nothing has come out yet, but who knows? We've lost a lot of good people, you know, in the in the industry with with well, bad things. I mean, you, you, it, drugs always take a big part in things, and I mean, from uh, uh, I don't know, I, 
from from him, uh, you know, Randy Rhodes when he passed. Uh, uh, man, it was you know, you, know, it, I, you, uh, you lose a lot of talent. You I lose had, so much talent. I had uh, tickets to see Randy Rhodes the next day. I was at that concert the next day. You know, after he died when they didn't play, and um, wow, yeah, and it was that was crushing. But you know, it's weird, dude, because starting in January. Just because where the places I were, those happened to be the only books laying around, I ended up reading uh, Slash's biography, Nikki Six, The Heroin Diaries, and Dave Mustaine's book, which, dude, I don't read rock and roll books, but I read those because they happened to be at the places that I, that I was, and I didn't have any books, and I'm a compulsive reader. And all of them deal really, really heavily with heroin addiction, and... You know, it's like that's a really fucking dark thing, man. And uh, you know, it's crazy, man. There's a lot of a lot of musicians, a lot of actual, you know, just famous people in general get stuck on that that drug, yeah, man. Dude, I mean, I've done some really... fucking crazy shit from drinking too much, and I've actually caused a few problems in my life from drinking too much and stuff like that. But I was reading that stuff, and I was like, oh my god, this is so dark. How did these people? fucking survive this you know what i mean like it's it's like with their their minds and their souls intact it's so fucking dark it is yeah dude that's a, that's a hell of a drug to get of, stuck to you know it's it's an epidemic in the industry out. it really is yeah anyway listen guys i am glad that we got to do this yes you sir do an id for your thing i'll do it but i have to go yeah. get in the shower because i'm going to help set up for a uh a surprise birthday party for my friend tonight. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, no problem, dude. Thanks a lot, Ralph, man. We appreciate it. Dude. Thanks and, uh, for taking the time, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. No problem, man. I'll let y'all know when uh, when I'm coming out there. Yeah, please do. All right, man. We'll hang out and drink some beers. Hell Sweet. yeah, dude. Take, take it easy, man. Thanks a lot, man. I'll see you guys. No, no problem. All right. Peace. All right. See you. All right. All right. That was Mr. Ralph Santala. I finally said his name correct. Man, you can't get anybody's name right. <laughs> Well, look, dude, if you look at it the way it's actually spelled, it's T-O-L-L-A, Tola. I didn't think it was Tala. It's you know? Italian. Yeah. It's Italian. It's my mistake. It's like a pasta. Oh, yeah. My mistake. Oh. You know, it's, it's just the way he's... It's just the way he's... I'm Sicilian. Yeah. You have a... Adam is. But no, it was fantastic. I'm so glad he came on the show, dude. Yeah, he's it was really cool. actually... That was really... Real, real interesting dude, man. He's got a lot of shit on his plate, man. I don't know how the hell he does all that stuff. That's crazy. I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. I barely handle what we do here. <laughs> yeah, who is he? Who is he talking about with the chick? I'm, I was confused. Metal Sanas. Uh, she is actually a. Um, if I'm not, I'm not 100 percent sure. She's like she's she got into it by doing um, like advertisements for people and. She she's a she's basically she's she's turned herself into a major business player she's, in that industry. Yeah, she's like a she. If I'm not like a metal model. You know, or, or something along those lines, but I'm I, I'm not really a hundred percent sure of what she how she started, but she uh, I followed her for a long time, and she's always got cool interviews with you know different bands and shit like that, and she's she's a cool chick, yeah, and she's really hot. So what uh, what else are you guys? What's been up? I have with you a guys? mouth that hurts. My wrist. What happened? Uh, I got a I got a cracked molar in the back of my mouth. Yeah, ah. and it's not feeling good. At fucking all. That sucks. That sucks. Oh, yeah, man. He's he's played um, his, his uh, the solo album he did that. Um, God, I wish I could remember the name of it. Wasn't it something like 
Shaolin monks in the Temple of Metal or something? I'm not really sure. Uh, anyway, it, everything I've, I've listened to him do is, is phenomenal. He's, he's, he's a great guitar player. He's, he's a phenomenal guitar player, absolutely phenomenal guitar player. And uh, apparently, uh, it, it's definitely evident that that man works his ass off. Uh, <laughs> I know, the, dude. I, I, well, he just kept saying the travel alone, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, the the the, the dedication he he puts into it. Uh, I mean, if if you're coming up and and, and want to be a musician and you're playing, just learning to play guitar, this is a guy that you would want to look at to go. If I'm going to be anything, I need to look at this man and go. This is where I need to aspire to be because he's he, he's just he's honed the craft. I mean, he's he's excellent. But yeah, I agree, man. I mean, he's been he's been in some fucking iconic bands in the past, and I'm pretty sure the new stuff that he's working on is going to be just as badass and as iconic as the other stuff that he put out. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping it, it we start hearing something from it. I mean, with uh, I, you know, I, I listen to a lot of um, like on satellite radio. I listen to Liquid Metal. I listen to Octane, and it'd be great to hear some of this music really, you know, being played. I mean. Uh, if it's any indication of the stuff he's done in the past, uh, it's 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 going to be good. And with that talent behind it, I mean, come on, the the drum, the man, those are all excellent musicians. Oh yeah, dude, he's working with. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I, dude, when he when he's talking about you know Gene Hoglund and 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 Steve DiGiorgio and Kyle Thomas and all these dudes, man, I'm like, wow, man, those guys are honestly some of the most phenomenal musicians I've ever heard. You know, including himself. So, you yeah, know, it was just, yeah. I'm, I'm just really grateful that he actually uh, took the time out of obvious, obviously yeah. a really busy-ass schedule to come on the show, you know. Well, hope, I hope that uh, if he's got some downtime and he's in New Orleans around May 9th, that would be awesome if he'd stop by. That would by. be cool. I was thinking that, you know, maybe maybe around that time if he's, he's here, man, it would be really cool to have him come to the uh, the show. Yeah, even if just to hang out or something, just to see the, see the bands, I think that would be great, just to chill out. And, you know, it sounds like... Uh, you know, him him having some downtime maybe maybe <laughs> hard, but you know everybody needs to take a break. And this uh, the May ninth show, the Full Metal Prom, I think would be a, a nice nice little break. Well, yeah, at least for him. Exactly. We'll be we'll be working our asses. Yeah, off. we won't be breaking too much. So what's up with you, Adam? How you doing? Oh, I'm all right. Just you know, my wrist wrist is a little banged up, but uh, yeah, what what's that about? Oh, I I had to move my mom's uh, headboard for a bit, and it weighed quite a bit my father and I moved it and apparently I I don't know if I twisted it wrong or, or maybe I was just ho- holding too much of the weight in one one hand but uh well you know that's that's the problem when you're when you're you know, it's a downfall of being a pinball wizard you have very supple wrists and they they can injure they can injure very easily. so now now he's a yeah. pinball wizard yeah he went he went from sumo wrestler to pinball wizard are you trying to cover your ass well no, I'm sitting we, uh, on it. Good God. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we actually, Wayne and I have that photo shoot tonight for the, uh, for the prom. And that's in a few hours. And then tomorrow I got a photography gig as well. So, not a great time for my right wrist to be hurting because that's the, all cameras are designed so that you hold it with the right hand. And, uh, so yeah, yeah, not great, but whatever. You could tripod it. Uh, that's true, but I tend to find tripods are a little 
I don't know, constricting. I, I mean, of course, I have a cheap one. I don't, I don't, I don't have any. Uh, I do have a cheap one though, so I'm sure a more expensive one's a little better at positioning and all that. But um, so we'll see. You could lay on the ground a lot and just just pretend like you just roll around. <laughs> you just roll around on there. Take some interesting shots, yeah. you know. Yeah, shoot up. If you yeah, if you shoot up, it makes it makes them look tall and thin. So I mean, they may appreciate. Speaking that. of things on the ground, I, I'll I'll tell a, a short story. Uh, so over at the comic shop uh, this past week, I got a message from uh, John, uh, one of my best friends, who was working that day. So we had this this weirdo had wandered into the store a couple of times, like like three days in a row. And he didn't buy anything. He just would wander in, look around, and, you know, people thought he was drunk or whatever. So he comes in, and um, he's wandering around for a good while, and then he settles on one of the art books that we have. Uh, I mean, specifically, it's a book that an artist does various sketches and sells. Uh, This particular art book has nudes in it. Uh, Some do, some don't. And uh, so he's sitting on the ground and looking at this book for however many minutes. Then at one point he gets up off the ground, puts the book away, and go, comes to John and says, Hey, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> and um, he kind of paused and, you know, he was like, I feel like I should say no. But on the other hand, I, you know, like you don't really know. So he says, yeah, fine, it's, it's over there. And the guy goes, and uh, he's in the bathroom for a few minutes. He comes out, and he, he leaves. Our boss comes in a little bit later, walks over, and uh, opens the bathroom door. The guy, not only did he beat off in the bathroom, oh! uh, not only did he not use toilet paper, he didn't even bother using the toilet. He jizzed all over the floor. <laughs> oh, Which, dude. It's not a big bathroom. No, it's not. I mean, the only way I can figure you would even do that is you'd have to jizz on your feet as well. Like, it's... I mean, just... I, I, I don't even know how to what to say to this. Um, Nobody does. I mean, it's funny, but it's... It is, it's, it's, it's disturbing to the same point of... Uh, well, I mean, the thing is, like, I understand the guy's probably mentally diseased, but it's not the idea that the guy wants to masturbate in public forums. It's the fact that he felt the need to violate our floor. He wouldn't even <laughs> do it into the toilet. Yeah, yeah there, there should be some sort of etiquette for that, right? Uh, Isn't it written I somewhere? I so. Maybe you should put up a poster of, of, of bathroom floor. etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I you know, but yeah, that guy's... Uh, and he tried to come back the next day. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, it was the next day. <laughs> he needed more floor to jizz on. Uh, yeah, no, he, oh got, my. he got tossed out. Oh, my God, dude, that's fucking hysterical. Yeah. I, I know I know. it really isn't funny to the, oh, person, no, to the person who had to clean it up. Um, I'm sure they just, like, poured bleach. There's a drain in He's put... Put 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 a sign up that says like don't be icky and make our floor sticky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rom. Good God. <laughs> oh, you're gonna have to put those books up on a high shelf when he comes in. 
Oh no, he's not allowed in anymore. No, we. We've, well, he's, he's banned now. Sure, so that everyone knows what he looks like. Oh, know. that's even better. And did you did you put his crime on the on the picture? And no, we didn't write guy just guy just in toilet. Come on, that's awesome. <laughs> we just put that. Yeah, you should put that like on the front door or up by the register. You know, everybody does. Like they'll have a picture Every, of a guy's like this guy. Everybody guy's just is on the floor. Guy, you know. That's that's gross. It's like walking on flypaper. That's yeah. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a, I got a story. Uh, it kind of pissed me off last night. Um, I was uh, you know I got home and I was I was gonna walk down to the river Get and uh, got my stuff and I'm you know it's it's Savannah it's it's much like you know, like New Orleans that sort of thing. You have a lot of times you just have random groups of drunk people just for no fucking reason. It doesn't even matter what time of day it is. They're you know, they're partying like it's some sort of fucking holiday for no reason. Anyway, this this uh, two men, two women, they come around. They're probably in their, I don't know, in their mid-twenties, I would say. Um, I'm saying nothing. I'm, I'm on the, uh, you know, on the sidewalk. These guys are stumbling through the street. I mean, they could barely carry their own weight up the street. I mean, they're so freaking drunk. And she she was just, just as drunk as the rest of them, the one with the big mouth. And she says something, and I'm keep walking. I'm not paying attention. And I just happened to look over to my right, and there they were. And the guy's like, what the fuck are you looking at? And he takes a beer bottle. I'm, my, my back's to him now. I'm still walking. I'm not saying a word. I just keep walking. And a bottle crashes behind my feet. That After the day I had, that was it. I reached down, and the, the part of the bottle, the long neck with the jagged glass at the, at the end of it, I picked that son of a bitch up, and without even thinking about it, I turned around and threw that son of a bitch like a football and said, think fast, and this guy caught it <laughs> and sliced his hand, his arm. I mean, he was just covered in blood, and he's now screaming like like a, like he slammed a cat in a door. He's just screaming, <laughs> and I'm pissed. I'm turning purple, and I'm pissed. Because when I get pissed, I get like red, purple, and I'm I'm turn angry purple. now. So she, yeah, I turn fucking purple when I get mad. I, I like Hulk out, but like in great form. Anyway, <laughs> I, she she goes, oh my god, we're calling the cops, you mother, and she, and you know I I have I wear a, a large chain attached to my wallet. It's a very large chain. It's a it's a in, inch and a half stainless steel chain. I could pull a fucking truck with this thing. I, I unlatch it, and I unlatch it from my, my, my wallet, and I'm walking over to him, so I'm holding like a foot and a half and of chain. And you choked her to death. And I'm just, I'm, <laughs> and, and they're looking at me, and I'm, I'm walking at him like I'm freaking Mike Myers. I'm saying nothing. I just have this steady walk. And now they're trying to pick themselves up off the ground. They're stumbling. They're falling in the middle of the street. They're almost getting hit by a freaking car. And I, I, I just look at this fucking woman. I say, you open your mouth again, motherfucker. And they're like, ah! So they go screaming into traffic. Cars are stopping. Horns are blaring. I almost got them killed by getting them hit with cars. But that, that's my story. I got pissed off, and I hate people like that, and I think they all need to fucking die. The all end. All right. <laughs> 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 so don't piss off Rum when he's off of work and had a bad day. That's what that boy Ladies and gentlemen, that was Rum's Don't Be a Drunk Asshole. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my new segment. I didn't get to do it. Having a good time, but be have some fucking sense, you know. Don't throw a freaking glass bottle at somebody unless you, you know, if, if you think nothing's going to happen from that. I mean, really, you think nothing's going to happen from that, and you're just going to walk away from? Oh my god, that was just the wrong fucking wrong thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah, he was. You think nothing's wrong with this? Do you? 
<laughs> Do you? I'm going to whip you with my chain. You're a crazy dude, you know. It's, it it kind of reminded me of Adam's thing with the axe, you know, from when he was talking about the guy you with the axe and getting out of the car in it. I thought that was I thought that was Adam in traffic and the guy with the no hatchet. no I thought you, you meant body spray sorry oh no no but no I just you know tempers you know temper flares and stuff but people anymore just think they can walk around and get away with whatever the fuck they want without any repercussions you, you know the it's, it's guy the guy no, fucks with do that. you but anyway that that was my story and you know it's a it's not a very funny story it's not a pleasant story but it could have been a nice little murder yeah. Another body murdered. Oh. <laughs> it, been, it is very, uh, very convenient to the cemetery, so that would have been fine too. So we could have just killed it, you know, just got it all rid of, and it'd been good. So, but people drop at Savannah left and right anyway. No one would have looked at them. They just thought they were drunk and hit there's, by cars. There is something Sorry. severely wrong with you, rum guy. And that <laughs> is your favorite, <laughs> favorite host, people. Still love the rum guy. Just don't throw bottles at me. Something's wrong with all oh, you yeah. people who you think this guy is the lovable rum guy and he wants to murder people. Only the bad ones. I think all bad people. You think everybody's die. a bad person, though? No, no, I don't. I don't hate everybody. I don't think everybody's a bad person. Everybody, I think, is innately good unless they're just born evil. And if you're born evil, then well, you know, there you go. How do you know if they're born evil? You can pretty much just look at. I can look at them. I just know. It's like some people have gaydar. I have. I have bad guydar. Isn't oh. Born Evil a famous Swedish uh, poet? That's Bjorn Evil. <laughs> <laughs> and, his, and you pronounce his last name Evol, okay? <laughs> so, uh, what else you got? I mean, this is a. It's been an interesting week. Uh, you, you know what, what's happened? How's it? Ha- how's it been an interesting week? Please do tell. Well, it's you know we had had this you know. A lot of stuff going on. We had a really good guest our last episode. That was cool. We had a, really good, we had a good guest uh, today, too. Yeah, we had an excellent guest today. But uh, there you go. I'm I'm out, man. I don't know what else to talk uh, about. I think Adam's got something he wants to. I, I, I didn't well, get to do my quit being a pussy last, last episode. You did. No, I didn't. Well, I, no, no, I said I know you did. Uh, maybe you should quit being a pussy and get it over with. Oh. Maybe you should quit being a pussy about your two. Really? Why don't you let me break yours and let me see how you feel, motherfucker? Is, is, is it a back molar? If it's a back molar, just have Adam yeah, in the mouth. It's It'll a back molar, right but it's a... Uh, How's about a fuck your face until it comes up? That's just gross. <laughs> what a fucking queer. Uh, hey, hey yeah, we don't yeah. use words like, we love queers here. That's true, we That's do. That's why we love you. I know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so... Uh, Show. I guess about a week ago, or maybe it was earlier this week. I don't remember. Uh, I was talking on a forum for a uh, an artist that I'm trying to get to come and uh, jizz on his town. face. It's a woman, actually. But uh, yeah, she can still jizz on your face. Yeah, lady, so, come, lady, come. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Rome, back me up on this, oh, dude. Back head. me up on this. <sighs> no, I, I'm not backing you up on this. Thank. You hurt my head. Anyway, Go ahead, thanks, Rom. So, yeah. uh, my friend. trying to convince her to come to New Orleans, and uh, not with this, the lady come story. This won't. person, I don't know where this person's from. They're, uh, but they're <laughs> apparently from the north, and she she claims she has a boyfriend that I guess lives in Lafayette, and uh, so she's been to New Orleans like once, and. So she's explaining that that this person is much better off going to do a signing in Baton Rouge, and because Baton Rouge, uh, this woman wrote, is an 
uh, let's see, an hour north of, well, no, an hour south of Lafayette, an hour north of New Orleans. So, uh, among correcting other things, hour this person north. Said, yeah, so I'm like, by the way, Baton Rouge is an hour uh, east of Lafayette and an hour west of New Orleans. And I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was just making sure that whoever read that wasn't, like, uh, just, just well, yeah, or unable to read a map. I don't know. So this person <laughs> decides to uh, comment and, and respond and says, allow me to uh, correct my Yankee uh, geography. Baton Rouge is actually an hour, of north, an hour north of both of them. Now... <laughs> This is where the Adams quit being a pussy comes in. First of all, if you look at a map, technically speaking, is Baton Rouge more north than New Orleans? Yes, it is technically northwest. I would say it's west, though. And it's north uh, or south, wait, no, northeast of of Lafayette. However, that's not how fucking directions work. (laughs) If you're in New Orleans, or let's say you're in Lafayette, and somebody told you, uh... Or you ask someone, how do I get to Baton Rouge? And you then told them per- that person, well, it's north of here. You would end up in fucking St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> if you told someone, how, you know, if you ask someone, how do I get from uh, New Orleans to Baton Rouge? And you said, it's north of here. You would end up in fucking, uh, actually, you will come Memphis. to, well, Memphis is actually further, Anyway, it's it's yeah. uh, you would take the I fifty five to get from Mem- to Memphis, but in any case, yes, it would not take you to fucking Baton Rouge. And what I hate, I understand this person, you know, like was a little embarrassed at being corrected because they apparently couldn't tell the difference between north, south, east, and west. But the fact that instead of just letting it go, decided to double down and say, no, no, I'm right. Fuck you, cunt. <laughs> If I'm giving someone directions from Lafayette, I would say you're going to want to head east if you're going to get a Baton Rouge. Well, where's, where's this person coming from? I don't fucking from? know. Oh, one, oh where, they're coming from uh, they'll be in, they'll be in Lafayette. They're going to go from Dallas uh, okay. to Lafayette, and then they might stop in New Orleans, and they're not sure. And it just, you know, first of all, the person speaking uh, clearly didn't know shit about shit because their response is, well, you know, I've been to New Orleans once, and you shouldn't go there. Oh, now, nice. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a huge fan of New Orleans, but for someone who's never been here before, if they're doing a national tour, I would highly suggest they go to New Orleans if they're going to stop in Louisiana at all. Right. Oh, it's a beautiful town. I mean, the, the architecture. I mean, if you just go for, for, for the, you know, the old south appeal, uh, there's a lot of areas around New Orleans and stuff that is it's just it's, it's pretty. I mean, there's really some nice areas there, you know, and and the downtown areas, like the downtown, a lot of places. It's it's the party central. It's it's businesses. It's and you've got some history there. I mean, there's a lot of history in in downtown New Orleans. It's definitely, I think, a place that most everybody should go if they get a chance to, is to see it. You know what I mean? Right. Well, in any case, it just really. I, I just wanted to like reach to the screen and like like cut slap this bitch. It just drives me insane. And the thing was, I didn't want to respond and point out what a fucking idiot they are. Because at that point, it just becomes a, I'm right and you're wrong and an obnoxious thing. 
especially when it's on this other person's forum. But did did, did you take this very personal? It sounds like you took I this very personal. I just get fucking annoyed at dipshits. And like, it's not how a fucking map works. Baton Rouge is not north of New Orleans. If you want to be technical about it, it's on a slight northwestern <laughs> direction from New Orleans. It's it's yeah, it's you, not you, even you north northwest. It's not a straight line, right? You know, it's it's you you have to actually go west, north, you know, right. then west, the and then is, south again the to thing get is there. You're following the I ten, like there's no right. there's I mean you can take alternate routes to get to Baton Rouge or get from Baton Rouge to New Orleans, but it's on the I ten. So if you're in Baton Rouge and you come to New Orleans, you're heading east. Period. East on the I ten. That's that's it. You know, if uh, you know, like I went to uh, I went to Orlando. Last weekend, if I was trying to find Orlando, and I asked, say, you, Rome, and you said, yeah. oh, well, you know, Orlando's south of New Orleans. <laughs> is it technically <laughs> south of New Orleans? Yes. But if I tried to head south from New Orleans, I would end water. up in the Gulf. Yeah. Like, that's not how fucking directions work. It's just quit being a fucking pussy. If you're wrong, either admit it or just shut the fuck up. Don't, don't double down. And be a fucking cunt. Just because you can. So, Wayne, are you angry about anything? Yes! <laughs> no, I'm not really angry about anything. That's all I got. Why, why, why should I be angry? I don't know. We're, we've all been angry this week. You, you need to get angry. Adam, punch him. Please mm-hmm. please don't punch me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, would you like me to cuddle you? I am Cuddle Bear. Uh, I, I don't know about that either. I'm Come feel, on. It'll, it'll be a little awkward. Come on. You can be the big spoon or the little spoon. Which one would make you feel better? <laughs> More like a grapefruit spoon. Like the, we, should, we, should, we should probably just end the show with big spoon, little spoon. No. No more no more big spoons or little spoons. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a hell of a week, but uh, wow. Oh, fuck you guys. Well, thank you. Well, you were offering a cuddle. Well, I was just being friendly. You know, you felt bad. I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd offer to cuddle you. Thank you. But you know, since you don't want cuddle bear services, fuck you then. Thank you. I appreciate you being sweet. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Don't, you don't seem like it. Doesn't seem like you appreciate it. I do appreciate it. Oh, uh, here's something interesting. Um, the uh, <laughs> the drink. Sorry. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, we went up to uh, a bar called Abe's on Lincoln. Oh, and, boy, uh, that's original. <laughs> just, just Sounds like it. a gay strip club. It does. It, it, it's it's very, 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 very old bar in Savannah, uh-huh. and it's had that name forever. Um, yeah. Well, actually, it hasn't had that name forever. What was it before? <laughs> Would you just yeah. fucking tell your story? No one really cares. I just love how he's so confident that he's like, oh, wait, no, everything I just said was wrong. What? <laughs> No, no, I, it had another name, but it, it originally was Abe's, and then it had another name, and it's back to Abe's. Anyway, not the point. Um, uh, it was a meeting of the Drink and Draw Society. Uh, oh, that's cool. I was, I was just, I walked in, and I was like, holy cow, this is, this is kind of freaking interesting. And all the artists were, we didn't go in the back or anything, but all the artists were in the back, and they're doing their thing and stuff and talking. It was, I was like, this is kind of cool. I, I actually didn't realize that Savannah had a Drink and Draw Society. Uh, oh, I think it originated in Savannah. It's scared. I could be, I could be wrong. I might have. Well, the the well, did they call themselves the Drink and Draw Society? Okay. Yes. I didn't know if New Orleans came up with that part, but uh, yeah, no, Drink and Draws are a national thing. Oh, that's really cool. I, I actually didn't know that. I learned something. There's, See, you can learn things. There's actually one in Lafayette. 
Is that it? That's I was going to say, is that north of Louisiana? Uh, I believe it's an hour or two hours south of, of Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana. Not 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 of New Orleans, of Louisiana. Right, right. Yeah, the entire state. Oh God! Oh, funny! What a bunch of cock munches. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, back back to our guest though. He he was very cool. I'd like to thank our guest Ralph Santala for coming on the show and then cleaning it up like a, a decent human being. Would. That's right. Not leaving it in the bathroom at the comic book shop. Exactly. And uh, I'd like to thank the rum guy and Wayne yes. for co-hosting this thing. Yay. And Wayne for editing it while crying. Yes. And uh, so that's like our a, show. Like a schoolgirl being raped As in the bathroom. As always, I'm your host, Cuddle Bear. <laughs> and I'm Wayne, just the same. And I'm the rum guy. Uh, anyway, and remember, folks, to keep it, keep it. Santana, Metro. Thanks for tuning in to the MHOG podcast, where no subject is sacred. Tune in next week, where we have no guest. It's just going to be your three lovable hosts. Oh yeah, adieu. Adieu, parting with such sweet silence. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>